I'm gonna guess one more. Five hundred thousand. Higher. Oh. <laughs> Are you a millionaire? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> go i think this is i think this is it i think this is it your first ever interview it is episode uh 37 of the realist podcast banner right there this is kind of like a tradition let's go um, i'm so excited <laughs> it's gonna be a good one uh today sitting across from me we have uh, a fellow youtuber of mine you know he's kind of small you know like yeah. two million youtube subscribers um yep. lucas AKA Ghouls, most people probably know you as Ghouls. Yeah. I remember when I, I remember asking you when I first met you, I was like, like what's, what's, what is your name? Yeah, you didn't even know my <laughs> I real didn't name. Know your name. I was like, yeah. is it Ghouls? Like, it could have very well been Ghouls. And then I even I had to know. ask you your last name, yeah. which I'm not even going to dare to attempt it's, because it's, it's, uh, it's basically like 26 letters of the alphabet. Yeah. All 26 it letters. It is extremely combined. long. But uh, glad to have you on. Again, this is your first ever podcast. It's been a, Pleasure and honor to have you on. That's the episode. I'm there excited. <laughs> but uh, no, regardless, um, Ghouls, how's life been? How has life been? <laughs> it's, it's been, been crazy. Been, it's been unreal, dude. Like, uh, this all started basically just as like a childhood dream. And yeah. it's just crazy how far like it's come. I never thought I'd even be here. So. Yeah. So today, like, I, I do want to kind of get into, you know, your journey as like a YouTuber. You've, yeah. you're, you're 18 years old. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of insane. You're like recently turned 18. Yeah. Just which turned. is even more insane. Um, you're like a young YouTuber, you know, like it, it, it feels like a dream come true almost. For Am sure, I wrong yeah. by saying that? No, not at all. <laughs> like this has been my childhood dream my whole life. So. so, so take me back, Lucas, you know, in 2011, yeah. you know, 2012, YouTube wasn't like a primary, you know, thing for a lot of people job wise, but it, mm -hmm. you know, people, we had content creators. Where does your YouTube journey start? All right. So I think I was right around like six years old. Okay. I started using my dad's laptop <laughs> and I started watching actual YouTube videos, learning how to edit. Okay. So I was teaching myself how to edit because I just was super fascinated by yeah. it and didn't know anything about it. So I started using iMovie, learned how to edit, and then uh, just filming like challenge videos with my sister. Like we would okay. also do like toy reviews and stuff. Yeah. So my first ever channel was called AKR Reviews for Awesome Kid Reviews. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. nice. That's so cool. we'd review, like, all these different toys and stuff like that, kind of like EvanTube HD. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just we, like Ryan, like Ryan's toy. Like, I guess for most people probably know Ryan's yeah. toy reviews. Yeah. Or Ryan's world, whatever it's called. Yeah. Right? So me and my sister used to watch him all the time, so we took inspiration from that, kind of made our own toy channel, and then uh, just kept going from there. I think like my eighth birthday, I got like a green screen, some soft boxes, <laughs> stuff like that. Okay. So it's always <laughs> been like a dream. And I was always like the weird kid. Oh, this kid's just doing YouTube. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Everyone always thought it was just a waste of time. And I'm like, sure. no, I got this. Like, just <laughs> trust me. And here I am. Like somehow I was able to do it. So. Yeah. 10 years later, 12 years later, you know, yeah. it, 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 you're here, you know, and I'm sure you've probably felt this, you know, success for a few years. Yeah. Um, so, you know, taking it back, you know, you, you started at six, eight years old. There's like some, some trend. Yeah. Was there ever a moment going through these past 12 years of making a, a YouTube video where 
you felt like that that's the video. Like that that video is going to, you know, be the video that kind of puts me on the map. Or yeah. was your YouTube journey just this long burner from six years old making videos, edit yeah. on iMovie, to then, you know, just like one of them kind of just magically hit and Yeah. So honestly when I first started YouTube, I didn't know anything about the algorithm at okay. all. So I didn't know. I was just uploading fun yeah. videos. I had no idea. If they did good, they did good, yeah. which they didn't. They all just <laughs> did absolutely terrible for so long. And um, I it just started as a passion. Like, I just kept yeah. doing it. It wasn't really, like, I never really thought about it being becoming a job. It was more just, like, yeah. a fun hobby. And then uh, I started getting into gaming. All my friends were playing okay. Fortnite. And so I was like, okay, I've never been a gamer my whole life. Yeah. But I'm going to try Fortnite. <laughs> and so I made a few videos on Fortnite, did absolutely terrible. And then all of a sudden I made a... A Fortnite fashion show. And I I had no idea that this would blow up. That was the one video that really okay. skyrocketed my channel. Gotcha. And it was just so random. Like, I had no idea. It was just, like, overnight success pretty much from that So, point. at the time that you you create this fashion show video, yeah. how many subscribers did you have? I think I had less than 3,000. And then, once you posted it, I'm assuming, like, seven days, you know, two weeks at, yeah. at most... Where was your channel then? It went from, so since I posted that video, and I was posting daily from there. Yeah, yeah. So I was posting every single day while being in school full time. I would edit all my own videos, make my own <laughs> thumbnails. Uh, so yeah, I had no life outside of school. But from that first video, the fashion show, yeah. it was one week later I hit 100,000. So I went wow. from less than 3,000 to 100,000 the next week. How many views does that video have on your channel today? I think it has three, four mil, somewhere okay. in there. And it's not even your most viewed. No, it's not. You have, I know your second one is like an aimbot. It has like a I, guy that, yeah. that has like numbers around him. And then the other so. one is, I remember the thumbnail. I don't remember the title, but there's a character. I think it's a banana or like the Jonesy character in Fortnite. Yeah. And it has like the road line right over it. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blending it with the road. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, and it's, that's, I think, pushing 10 mil. Uh, yeah, it is. Wrong. I think it's really close to 10, yeah. Do you, will that be your first 10 mil video? It will be, yeah. Wow. That, that is insane. Like, you know, yeah. I think a lot of people, especially, you know, when you were saying you're growing up, there's like people, it's like, you're not going to make it. You're not, you know, it's just yeah. a waste of time. For sure. But I mean, even at like the time, you know, like 3,000, you, you hit a video that, you know, is now at 3 million. I'm assuming I'm going to say a million just to say that's what it hit at the week. Yeah. A million people is a lot of people. It is. It's crazy. That is one 329th of America. Math wise, we have like 330,000, 329 yeah. million. We don't, it's a lot of people to say the least. You're hurting my brain, but I understand. <laughs> it's a lot of people. And do you ever look back and you're just like, are you, are you an envious guy? Are you a petty guy where it's like, I told, like, I believed in myself. It's, yeah. is it just the world needs to catch up or is it, what, what's that like? When, you know, you kind of have this make or break moment. Yeah. For me, at first, it was kind of like, like, look at me, like, everyone, like, you told me I couldn't, and now I made it. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how I first felt, and now it's just like, I don't know. I'm just not the type. I don't want to flex on anybody. Yeah. I don't want to, yeah. like, yeah, I proved them wrong, but I feel like it's not right just to go back and yeah. kind of, like, push it's it kind in of, or yeah, something it's like kind that. It's kind of, uh, you're not, like, the Bully meets his bullier. For sure, like, yeah. Yeah, I used to be bullied by you, and now I'm bullying you. Yeah. It's, it's not like that, but it's like, I've proved you wrong, and I'm going, and that's just the matter of the fact. That's that's what yeah. it is. And, I mean, you've you've been successful. You know, you have 2 million YouTube subscribers, yeah. a little over that. 
You have an IRL channel, which is at 50,000. You have a React channel that's 110,000. There's success behind Lucas, you know? What is that success come from? Is it your team? Is there like a, is there people, you know, helping you along this process? You met, you mentioned you, you edited your videos every single day. Yeah. Probably until like 2 a.m. And then woke up at like seven just to go to school. Yep. What's, what's that look like now? How has that changed from Lucas sitting at a PC or iPad yeah. <laughs> editing to now? For sure. Dude, it's changed like insanely and I'm very thankful for it because I literally had no life at all. Um, and I still don't have a normal life compared to any of my teenage friends that are, yeah. uh, that don't have this YouTube career going yeah. on. Um, but now it's changed. I've built out more of a team uh, to help me be more efficient post more videos, and so it's definitely been very helpful. Um, My team now consists of, like, 10, 12 people, somewhere in there. It's always changing. Um, I got designers, like, thumbnail designers. Okay, gotcha. um, Editors. Nice. That edit all the videos. And then um, we also got a manager. I got, like, a content strategist that helps with, uh, like, video ideas, structuring the video, and overall just AVD help in general. Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, we got editors for all the different channels, designers, stuff like that. Gotcha. So just, like, like where there is a lot of time spent, there's a person for that. You for know, sure, editing yeah. takes forever. It does. Thinking of content, you know, is... It, there's a lot of time-consuming parts of this process. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, you know, editing is probably the number one thing. Yeah, it takes forever. It's horrible, dude. I hate <laughs> it, is, it so much. It is it is a long process. You know, I, I do yeah. I do feel for, you know, the creative side of people you know, holding that. You know, like I'm yeah. type I'm one of those guys that like I like having a lot of input. Some people are like all the way outsourced, like yeah. just give me a product and I'll post it. Yeah. Whereas others are like solely they're they're still the editors, like Casey Neistat. You know, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's probably got like a friend or two that, you know, looks at it. But maybe if that, you know, that's like, that's even like pushing it. Um, You know, Emma Chamberlain, big YouTuber, still edits her videos. You know, David Dobrik, if I, I'd like to think. I'm pretty sure. Right. Definitely a lot of input. So I think you kind of lose personality when you give it to an editor. Yeah. So like definitely heavily involved in that process because like, yeah, I still review the video, kind of tell them exactly what my like vision is and kind of train them to what I think. And so that just replicates like how my brain would make it. Gotcha. Um, but it still allows me to not work as much with the editing side. Sure, sure. I think that's definitely yeah. important. Where you're not spending 20 hours. Yeah. If, like, minimum. <laughs> 20 yeah. hours minimum. But you're at least spending some quality time with it. Yeah. Which is good. I, I I personally think that that's still a very healthy relationship. And it's, and it's different now than it ever has been. Mm-hmm. YouTube is now, like, a job. It is. A, it is. It is it's a crazy. full thing. And... You know, somebody like you who has found success has been able to uh, help other people. You know, you yeah. have you have a whole team of friends behind you to some extent who are in your videos periodically, consistently. Yeah. You know, you're able – I feel like – and correct me if I'm wrong. There's kind of like a funnel down. You're kind of repaying a lot of the friends who believed in you. Oh, yeah. And your sure. family, of course. Yeah. What's that been like? Like your father, I remember I kind of met him. Yeah. So kind of context – let me let me reel it back to how we met. Yeah. Because this is kind of funny it, and insane. It's so random. <laughs> it is like probably the most random story that I've even had or experienced with anyone. Yeah, for sure. So I remember one night, it was like like midnight, one o'clock. Yeah. And I was just scrolling through Twitter and I saw uh, Matthew Bean. 
a good friend of yours. We're going to talk about him yep. um, in a bit. But I saw a post. It was just like a photo, right? And it happened to be him and you uh, at your Spider-Man shoot, like that kind of time period. Yeah. And, you know, he tagged you, and I, like, clicked on it. And I'd always heard about this YouTuber, yeah. you know, in Spokane. And T- Ty Fishman, who does, like, the React stuff, he used to live in Liberty Lake. But I knew it wasn't him because I knew who that was. Yeah. But I always heard this Fortnite YouTuber. And I remember my friend Josiah, who, if I'm not wrong, you know, Josiah yep. the Blonde. Yeah, I went to um, school with him. Yeah, he had he had mentioned, like, he's like, oh, you should check out this YouTuber and, like, you know, get him on your podcast. Yeah. Funny enough that that's now happening. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I had, like, seen it, and I saw that you, you lived in Spokane. I'm pretty yeah. sure it had that location tag on there. And I was like, oh, this is the guy. Yeah. This is the guy. So I hit I hit that follow button. And within, like, minutes, which was, like, the oddest thing, within, like, not even a minute, I had seen a notification, Ghouls has followed you back. And yeah. I'm like, what? And then you <laughs> sent me a DM. Yeah, I did. You sent me a DM. And then it, the, kind of, like, the rest is history because you had invited me to a, a video not long after that yeah. was at, like, a trampoline park. And that's where we met. And I met your dad and father. So that's, like, the context. Yeah. So family. This is... You're a big family guy, I'd like to say. Just kind of like knowing you. Yeah. That support, how has that impacted you? Uh, it's definitely had a lot of positive and negative. Okay. Um, I would say like, I mean, some like some people in my family definitely believed in me. Thought gotcha. that I had potential. And some were pretty doubtful, which honestly, I don't blame them. Like, yeah, sure. Some kids sit on his computer for like so long. You're and 16 years old. And yeah. Like, the like no one thinks this is really like realistic yeah, for me. Sure. To, like, it's just, this stuff doesn't happen to a yeah. lot of kids. And so, um, but yeah, I definitely, having some support was definitely extremely helpful. And gotcha. funny enough, actually, my dad bought me my first PC. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, I remember just begging him, like, Dad, I just I need this PC. Like, I promise I'll blow up on YouTube if I have this PC. Because I've been editing on, like, his old MacBook for so long. Yeah. It was just so leggy. I couldn't really, like, do much on there. So I was begging for this PC, and he's like, you know what? I believe in you. I'll buy this for you. He bought me my first PC, and I would say, like, a week or two after he bought me my PC, that's when I actually blew up. Because I was always promising. I'm like, Dad, I'll pay you back. I promise. I got this. Like, just trust me. And boom, right there. And I just blew up. And it's crazy, <laughs> wow. dude. So without, it's how it manifests, almost. Yeah, for sure. Without him believing in me, I don't think I would even be here. So, Just one, what you know, a PC purchase, you know? Yeah. Sometimes it takes a little bit of negging and begging to a good extent, you know? Yeah. But you you obviously know, and I, and I feel like I have that kind of same, not like relationship, but that same view where there's like family members that are like still up in the air or like yeah. don't exactly know what I do. Uh-huh. But it's they definitely hard for see. people to understand, Which, especially older people. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely like, a, you know, some family members kind of get it. Yeah. You know, they generally get it. You know, either they have like young kids or they work in kind, kind of like a digital world. Yeah. And then there's like some like, what exactly do you, I make YouTube videos. That's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> the rest is kind of, you know, filler content depends on if, you know, the conversation leads that way. Yeah. Um, but you have, like I mentioned, you have like a few friends that, you know, you're pretty close with. Yeah. You've went to high school. 
you no longer go to go to like in person high school. Is that correct? Yeah, I actually graduated. I went online just because yeah. the kids there were terrible and they're just super rude about it all. So I went online, graduated early, and I actually graduated back in March, so a few months. Oh ago. wow! So around your birthday? Yeah. What right a what a birthday. what a birthday! So Surprise. nice, bro. So nice. <laughs> And the March rolls around. Here's a graduation and cap and your yep. diploma. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But I kind of want to take a little bit of a turn within your, you know, you know, you found success at a pretty early age. Yeah. What, how old were you when that video kind of like blew up and that was uh, like the break? Dude, I think I was 14. Let's see. That's, that's insane. So you're like not even in high school. Yeah, I think I was 14 just about to turn 15, which is crazy. No, I, th- I was a freshman in high school. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And, and from then, like you mentioned, you you no long you no longer no longer go to in school high school. You've obviously graduated now. And yeah. When did you transition to online? Um. So COVID forced everyone online. Okay. And then sure. I just I went back for a little bit to try it, and I was like oh. a few weeks into it, I'm like, yeah, this is not <laughs> Sign it. Sign me up for online class. Heck yeah, bro. So. Like you mentioned, there was people that kind of uh, may have not been the best to you yeah. in high school. Uh-huh. In general, have you ever received hate? So much. <laughs> what has that been like, if you don't mind sharing? Um, I mean, online hate never really has gotten to me. Okay. Like, hate comments, all yeah, that. Sure. I'm like, dude, it's whatever. Like, I don't care. Scripted. Yeah. I'll just like, turn off my monitor. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people get mad about, like, scripted or sure, stuff like that. At the sure. end of the day... It's entertainment. I'm trying to make entertaining yeah. videos, you know? Um, I mean, yeah, some of my videos could be sure. pushing a little exaggerated, but yeah. um, it's just, at the end of the day, I'm here to entertain and make put a smile on kids' faces, and so yeah, that's just is, my goal. Which is most important, you know? Yeah. You, have, you do have a younger audience, mm-hmm. you know? And I think you're very aware that you have a younger audience, you yeah. know? Somebody who's 35, unless they're on their parents' account, obviously. Yeah. You know, you, you understand your audience. For sure. So online hate, not something that really gets to yeah. you a lot. But I remember there was a, a story, and I'll let you explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was, you, you have a pretty nice car. Yeah. And if I'm not wrong, somebody decided to key your car? Yeah. Someone keyed my car at the school. <laughs> they were just messing with it. I mean, just jealous kids. Honestly, I would be jealous too if I was a kid <laughs> and saw this kid pull up in this car. But yeah, definitely keying my car, messing with it, saying all this stuff. That kind of pushed it for me. I'm gotcha. Like, and this I, is just I just like, want to go to school, man. Yeah, like, like you're you're not any different. You yeah. just are living a different lifestyle for sure. And I worked for this. Like, yeah. I, I wasn't just handed it. And so it's frustrating when everyone's just like treating you like this like you guys can do it too just how yeah. i did it and, and so you could beg your father or mother for a, a pc and boom yeah next week you got a Fortnite video that blows up it mm. could be could be I, I do kind of want to get into a little bit of that yeah but you know the in-person hate you know you kind of mentioned how uh you've it's impacted you you know you kind of made a decision i don't know if it was uh synonymous with just like covid and whatnot but yeah has there just been like one thing that's really just like there's that tipping point, you know, I think we yeah. all kind of have a tipping point to some extent. Have you got close to it? Uh, has there ever been like that, that entire just like frick, like I have, I've had enough, you yeah. know, and it's just, has there ever been that point? in terms of hate? Yeah. Like where you've just like, people are just constantly nagging you yeah. about like, Oh, you make Fortnite videos, you know, which uh-huh. is generally a, 
kids game, blah, yeah. blah, blah. There's a lot probably, of negative connotation. Yeah. Definitely from older people. Um, I don't think I really reached a tipping point. Okay. More of just, like, avoiding before I reach a tipping point. Gotcha. It was just, it got annoying. It was just a distraction, yeah. honestly. Like, yeah. I don't want to go to school every day and just hear this negative in my ear, like, all day, like, just making fun of me. I just want to, like... Be focused on my grind, whether you think it's cringe or not. Yeah. I'm running a business, and yeah. I have a goal in my head, and I just want to make entertaining videos, whether it's cringy or not. Like, I just want to put a smile on these kids' faces, and yeah. definitely seeing the impact has helped me a lot and, like, really brought me a lot of joy as well, just from inspiring and making other kids happy. Yeah, I think some something that George Janko had mentioned um, within, a, within a recent Impulsive podcast, I know you're an avid listener. Yeah. Um, where he mentioned he's not trying to change other people's minds. Mm-hmm. He's just making sure his doesn't change. Yeah. And I think that's like a very important thing. And being a part of this kind of, you know, digital world that we live in, YouTube, live streaming, there's there's so much involved with it. Instagram, yeah. you know, different stuff like that. TikTok, of course, has been huge. Yeah. You know, even through my personal experience, there are those moments where like, I'm doing just what I'm doing, you know, yeah. and there are those naysayers and those people that are just, like, the peanut gallery, yeah. you know, the neggers of, you know, the the theater. And I think, again, you know, as long as your mind and your 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 vision isn't changing, yeah, it's just about them understanding more and more about what your mission is. You yeah, know, it's to deliver sure. content, it's deliver entertaining content with an impact behind it, you yeah. know. And sometimes... This is like huge for people, you know. I don't. I think if somebody were to ever like give you hate or give anyone hate, and then see that person that they're giving hate to is like impacting people, yeah. in a positive light, I think they're gonna have a lot of change in heart for sure. Yeah, and that's huge, you know. And I and I for anyone out there, you know, who may be re- on the receiving end of hate, you know, I think the important thing is to understand that, yeah. It's going to happen. I think we've all received hate to some extent, whether yeah. how, how little or how big it is. Um, but never lose sight of that impact and that vision that you have. For sure, yeah. And that's and that's a huge thing because I, I know, I remember when I first met you, um, like that was one thing that you had shared. You you were very you were very open about like your high school experience and yeah. and how how it's you know, all went down, you know? Yeah. And so I'm glad that, you know, you're able to share that here because I, you, I don't think a lot of people understand that, you know, not everything is unicorns and, and rainbows. For sure, you know? yeah. We do receive a lot of like deep end of the water. We don't know how to swim sometimes. Yeah. We don't even have a life raft sometimes and we're just treading water yeah. until like something happens and there's a miracle. Yeah. Um, I do kind of want to change topics because we've kind of dove into a little bit of you. Yeah. In, in your impact, you've how much money have you raised for charity? So I actually did um, a charity event where I made one video and okay. it was a hide and seek video. I gathered like 10 of the most popular Fortnite YouTubers. We did a giant hide and seek. And uh, then I said, how much however much the video generates? I'll give 100 percent of that revenue to a nonprofit charity for kids fighting cancer yeah. and just all the other stuff that they would need to help. And uh, the actual video itself generated around $17,000, I believe. Sheesh. So we were able to donate that to the nonprofit, and yeah. That's incredible. And that yeah. wasn't too long ago. No, that was pretty recent, so. How much in total have you raised for charity? Was that that the only one, or has there been previous ones? Uh, I definitely donate, like, in private. Gotcha, um, sure. I just don't publicly share all yeah. that. But this is my first, like, public event, and I plan on doing a ton more. I want to 
my goal is definitely a million dollar donation to charity. Would that that's like my dream? That'd be insane. It would be unreal if I can get like a brand partnered or sponsored. Yeah, it would be it'd be really cool. But yeah, that's pretty intense. That's my goal. So you mentioned brand partners. Yeah, has any company reached out with you and just been like, "Here's a lot of money." Yeah, what's been the most money you've ever received from a brand deal, whether it's signed or not signed? Yeah, um. I think the most I got was like 50, 50, okay. 50 grand for okay. a 30 second, no, 60 second promo in a video. Wow. Yeah. I don't have any major sponsors. Sure. Um, like full time. Yeah. Like partnership type yeah, sponsors. Yeah. Gotcha. And I don't say that number just to flex or anything. Yeah. Just to like for, if any of you guys are actually curious, that was one, probably one of my higher offers. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Cause like I, you know, like I've told you about my story working with the few brands that I have yeah. worked with. And so obviously you have a well established, you're, you're a bigger YouTuber. So that it's interesting to kind of hear, you know, and, and that yeah. knowledge is out there because I remember there was, I looked at your WikiTube, which is pretty epic. If you got a WikiTube, that's how you yeah. know you made it, you know, I made it up. <laughs> you're also on famous birthdays, yeah. which like is kind of like a flex. If you got one also yeah. not because there's like every TikTok. I could probably put my sister on there. Yeah. If that. <laughs> However, um, it's escaping me right now. Um, you mentioned, you know, during that during that charity video. Yeah. Fortnite YouTubers. Who is who's been like somebody that you've really just like clicked with, YouTube wise? Doesn't have to be Fortnite. Yeah. But like, there's like a YouTuber that you saw, and you know, you just like really hit it off. Yeah. So me and my friend Tico. Okay. We both blew up right around the exact same time. He wears like the fishy yeah. skin and the voice changer and everything. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So he, he made a viral song called Fishy on Me and he sang the song with the voice changer. Okay. It sounds like a little kid. But yeah, we blew up right around the same time okay. and just been pretty close friends through there and share a very similar audience. So definitely been one of my big YouTube okay. buddies from yeah. there. Yeah. And that's been like four or five years of just like friendship. Yeah. That's, that's a long time. There's a long tenor behind that. For sure, yeah. I feel like, and for anyone, like, having, like, a good, solid group of, like, friends who are in that same world as you is huge. It is, yeah. It really is. So my question is, if someone were to start a YouTube channel today, mm-hmm. what is one piece of advice that you would give to them? Do not listen to what anybody says. <laughs> like, if you have any negative people, like, telling you it's not going to work, don't do this. Well, I would personally not listen to it. Just do what you love and just, um, yeah, do that the best you possibly can. Uh, learn the algorithm. Learn what works. That's extremely important. Yeah. I had no idea. I just got <laughs> extremely lucky somehow. Yeah. Um, or I was just blessed. I'm not, I'm sure I was blessed. Sure. But, um, yeah, for sure. So just study the algorithm. Learn what works, what doesn't work, and just do what you love. Because if you don't love doing it, you're going to get burnt out. You're not going to enjoy it for very long. So. For sure. For sure. I've been listening to Daryl Eves' mm-hmm. uh, YouTube algorithm book. Yeah. Highly recommend for anyone that wants to listen to it or read it. I listen to it. I, like, work out and listen to it. Yeah. It's kind of nice because then I'm, like, going, like, a 40-minute run, and I've theoretically read for 40 minutes. So yeah. it, it kind of – two birds with one stone in Very my mind. Very productive, yeah. Yeah, I try and, like, mesh things together. I'm like, if I could get two things done at the same time, I've won. Smart man right <laughs> So you mentioned the YouTube algorithm. And there's a friend that uh, you had met. I don't know how you met him, so yeah. if you want to share the story. Um, but what is your your friendship with with Matthew Matthew yeah. Beam? 
It's actually crazy. So uh, my content strategist slash manager, he kind of just manages. Sure, everything. sure. He's kind of yeah dual wielding sort. Um, he saw Matthew try out for Phase Five, I believe. Yeah, last year. Was. Yeah, last okay. year. So Matthew tried out for Phase Five, and my content strategist sent it to me, and he's like, "Yo, this guy's like a lot of potential. You got to check this out. You guys should make some videos together." Because at yeah. that time. I didn't have like any IRL videos. Yeah, made. like yeah. So, that was so he's like, dude, you got to collab with this guy. He's gonna be good. You guys can blow up together. And uh, so yeah, I actually reached out to him. I followed him on Twitter and I watched his videos. I'm like, okay, this guy. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before he blows up because his videos are crazy. He's making videos with Mr. Beast, all that. Yeah. Um, and he still wasn't getting that many views. I remember he was just getting like a few hundred or a few thousand views at that time. So we became pretty close then, and uh, he was just kind of asking me for advice. I would kind of yeah. help him with. I would just share all my information that I knew about yeah. the algorithm, um, what I thought he could do, help him with thumbnail advice, stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he kept studying on his own, studying with all these other YouTubers, and then eventually he just went crazy viral, and it's just, <laughs> it's unreal. I remember that this period of time, which is super weird how kind of it, it parallels, you know, yeah. this blowing up, your friendship with Matthew, and it's like when it happened, because I, I had recently just joined season three of Creator Now. Yeah. And this was late August, like mid August was when I signed up. It started like late August, like literally the 31st and then through September and October. Yeah. And I remember, dude, everyone in that, in not the course, but the, the, that season Mm -hmm. was raving about Matthew, Yeah. you know, like people were raving about him and it's kind of insane to think about because you know, you obviously have been a guidance for him to to a pretty good extent, it seemed like. You yeah. Know? Just like kind of I know a lot of stuff because I've, you know, put out a lot of videos. I've collected my data. Yeah. Now my data is being shared. I've now hit that copy-paste and now yeah. shared it with you. And that it's so interesting because I remember there's that uh, Balin Levin video that he had made, the yeah. car that he made for Mr. Beast. It was just like around that time, and it was just exponential. The Squid Game thing that had yeah oh my that goodness. was unreal dude that was insane yeah his most viewed video to this day like if I'm not over wrong. twenty mil I think. yeah yeah which is insane it's crazy because I remember like that was like the biggest thing like during that season oh yeah and it's so interesting you know to see because I remember there's this little story that you would you'd mention when we were at Applebee's yeah where you just kept begging Matthew to change his name. Yeah, dude, his name used to be M-Beam10, and I'm like, Matthew, please just trust me, change your name, and he's like, no, bro, trust me, like, M-Beam10 is the move, and I just, we all kept telling him a bunch of other my uh, YouTuber friends yeah, were just yeah. begging, I'm like, bro, please just change it, and he ended up changing it, and he blew up, so. Look at that. It's all me, I, I take credit for all the success, but nah. He deserved it 100%. That's the hardest working dude I've ever met in my entire life. That's incredible. Every single Tuesday other than last Tuesday. Yeah. Which, (laughs) you know, it's a little sad to see after 168 Tuesdays in a row. But it was out of his control. Yes. Out of his voice, too. Very much. (laughs) I saw the video of him on uh, Twitter. Where he's like yeah. on the camera, and the camera's there, and he's trying to like read the voice. Yeah, he's trying to read it. It's just he's like, like, I gotta get the- <laughs> I can't talk. It's just, it's, it's so funny. I feel so bad. I've been there. It's just, it's, it's the worst. Because you're, you know, you're obviously energetic in your videos. I imagine yeah. there's moments where that's, you know, your voice is not cooperating. Oh, for sure. I've voice cracked so many times, <laughs> dude. Do you ever watch your videos back? Not even like the old ones, but even recently, where yeah. it's just like, 
Oh, there's a voice crack there. I hope nobody notices. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I've just gotten used to it at yeah. this point. Like, I don't even care. Yeah. Like, I realize, I, I, I you know, as us YouTubers probably do, we, we analyze a lot. You know, yeah. we don't really put our consumer cap on a whole lot. We analyze, analyze. Yeah. You know, it's like an 80-20. It's a good, healthy relationship. But there's some moments where I'm like, oh, that's maybe not, like, the best part. I yeah. probably could have done better there. But... You know, voice kicking out, Matthew Beam, you know, those little moments where it's like, I can't upload. Yeah. Have there been moments, you mentioned burnout, you know, doing things that you love, passionate things that you love. Yeah. Has there been a moment where you've wanted to quit? Yes. <laughs> Many times. Uh, I've wanted to quit before I blew up a ton just because you don't sure. see any numbers. Like, it's just. It's like, just vanity metrics. Yeah. Right? It's just. Ah. Ah. Views. Yeah, percentages. Sure. Ah. Yeah, and that was before I even knew that algorithm. So sure. it was just like randomly uploading videos, like just hoping that it would do good. Which yeah, I didn't know. Now I can like look at the algorithm or know my stats, my CTR, my AVD, and be like, okay, I need to target this. I need to boost this to like help my videos do better. So it's kind of more of like you know what you're striving for instead of just yeah. randomly throwing something out there. Yeah, you're not just throwing paint and hoping it sticks. Yeah, in call it art. It's for sure. like it's a calculated thing. Yeah. So is Lucas is Ghouls quitting YouTube ever? I'm, I'm never, I'm never quitting YouTube, but I've definitely had some times where I've thought about it. It's been sure. very stressful and, uh, super overwhelming at times for sure. Um, but yeah, I think at the end of the day, I never yeah. really wanted to fully quit. Gotcha. Maybe more of a break. Sure. Um, just but, like, I need to reevaluate. Yeah, yeah. Just need to like clear my mind. Like this is not working. Yeah. I need to, I need to figure out a solution to some extent. Yeah, which, but, I, which I think a lot of people can understand, YouTubers and, and people. Sure. Just clear mind. Let's just reevaluate. Yeah, man. it's hard compared to a normal job because, like, YouTube, at least with my schedule, is uploading, yeah. like, three to four times a week. Uh, if not more. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's only on my main channel. Then I got React channel and yeah. IRL. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's crazy. Like, there's really no days off. And if you take a day off, it negatively impacts you, which messes with your brain because you don't yeah. want to, like, hurt you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're just always working, always grinding as hard as you can. And it's definitely different. Like a normal job, you get the weekend off and yeah. you just show up to work, do what you need to be done. And that's it. Yeah. It's, I think a lot of people traded their nine to five for a 24 seven job. Yeah. You know, thinking, you know, you're in the shower, you're thinking yeah. you're, you're about to go to bed and you just have like this grand idea voice memo it up. Yeah. It's like. You're you're thinking constantly about I'm like always thinking and of stupid thumbnails. <laughs> it's funny because like I I know you're you had mentioned well at least when I found you on Twitter yeah I had seen a uh, I had seen a few like likes or like replies that you know come up in my feed and yeah. I've really been fortunate enough because of your like ship and reply ship that I've you know like seen just so many different uh, thumbnail designers uh -huh. TKG. Uh, 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 venture. Venture's insane. Um, dude. Uh, there's a, there's so many other ones that I've seen. I can't recall off the top of my yeah. head. But it's just so cool to like see, and I feel like there's a wealth of knowledge, and kind of maybe even adding on to what you had mentioned. If you're starting YouTube today, what's it, an advice is just really invest your time. I feel for sure. You know, yeah. it's, and invest your money too. Like, yeah, it's a skill. Yeah, the more money you put in, theoretically, if you're putting in the work, you should see more outcome. Yeah, That's more return. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So like if I, let's say I get 10 thumbnails made for one video and I pick the best thumbnail out of all of those because I have all these different options. Yeah. 
that would definitely increase my video performance more than, let's say, just getting one thumbnail and it's a bad thumbnail. Gotcha. So just reinvesting more money for yeah. me, better editors make the videos better, sure. which increases AVD, yeah. which increases me into the algorithm. So reinvesting yeah. has been extremely helpful, not being cheap um, yeah. everywhere I can. Yeah, like it, it, uh, a calculated you know, uh, risk. It, yeah. It's it not really just throwing just, away money, but yeah. like, yeah. Like you're, you're investing money where it, where you know you can make the biggest return for sure. Yeah. You've been making YouTube videos for a, a while. Yeah. 12 plus years. What was it like when you got your like first dollar from YouTube? It was crazy. <laughs> I think my first paycheck was, I want to say like, cause I just got monetized when I blew up like okay. a week before I think my first paycheck was just like a thousand dollars. Oh, and sick. it was crazy. Like that was just unreal. My parents didn't think it was real. <laughs> no one thought. Like They're I made like, money from just posting YouTube videos. Yeah. Like well, I never thought that would be possible. What did? You, what was the first purchase? That's always like something. I a saved lot of it. people. I saved okay, it. that's how nice. it is. Yeah, nice. I was testing out editors because yeah, I did not want to be editing daily. That was yeah. a pain. Gotcha. So so when you decided that you know you have enough money to like spend, was it like? What what was it that you yeah. that you like spent money on? All the money that I made was just reinvested. Sure, and I still have barely spent any of my money. Yeah, uh, I bought one big purchase was my car. I bought okay. a Corvette C eight. How that much was, does that run you? Uh, that was like a hundred thousand. They oh sell for God. like I don't even know, like sixty, seventy, but sure. you have to pay over because they're so rare and stuff. Oh, gotcha. So yeah, that was my first big purchase, which was crazy. Yeah. Um, and other than that, pretty much just like. Just Clothes, food, sure, and just, just like, what I yeah, need. Yeah, little things here yeah. and there that aren't going to, like, set you back, you know, three months. Yeah, and then everything else is reinvested and saved. Yeah, like you like, uh, like you've mentioned, you've, well, at least what I've seen, you've always reinvested stuff. Like, even what you're working on now with this future thing. I don't know if it's public or not. Yeah. But what it's just another reinvestment, you know? Yeah. And, like, I see that. Like, I, and I admire that because I think a lot of people – YouTubers, influencers, really anybody that's make it can make money and, yeah. a, and a good wealth of money. We'll say a hundred thousand, right? Mm -hmm. I think there's like I've made it money, you know. Yeah. And I feel like it's just, I think maybe I could be wrong, but I feel like there's those people that I could buy this now and I could do that. I found myself guilty of it here and there. Yeah. You know, like oh maybe I shouldn't have bought that, but I can't do much now. I bought it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and. You know, and I feel like there's that learning process of, you know, how to finance your money, you know. For sure, yeah. Taxes, different stuff like that. Yeah. Like, there's there's so much different stuff that, again, is just either skill, you know, knowledge. And luckily, sometimes it's out there. Yeah. Sometimes it's out there. Like, Twitter threads, like I mentioned, I can, like, learn from, like, Jay Alto. Yeah. One, one of the first guys that I that I saw on Twitter that was, like, doing thumbnail stuff. I remember seeing him back in, like, August of 2021. Yeah. Like, July of 2021. I just remember seeing it, his little yellow avatar. Yeah. It's crazy how much you can learn just over Twitter. Like, honestly. Breaking down thumbnails. Like, yeah. You never knew how much thought and, like, detail goes into these thumbnails. Like, it's, honestly. it's unreal. And I think the most underserved skill, editors and thumbnail designers. For sure. Truthfully, I yeah. know Reed, Mr. Beast Manager, he just made a TikTok not too long ago talking about that. Yeah. Like three skills that like you should, you know, think about learning. Yeah. Thumbnail design, managerial stuff like a PA, like a personal assistant, but manager side of that. Yep. And then also 
the the thumbnail editor like that that side. So if there's anyone that wants Photoshop, think about re, like investing some money. Yeah, and plenty of tutorials, plenty of things out there. I personally learn from just like seeing people do it. Yeah, like I, not to say I'm a visual learner, but like there's this YouTuber that I used that I like watching, Benny Productions, mm-hmm. who's like a creates really random assets into like a world of an image. And that's yeah. just how I learned like a lot of stuff, like curves and exposures and saturation. And, yeah. Um, yeah, there's just so many good good stuff out there. There's a lot of good YouTubers out there. Mm-hmm. Who, who's like some of your friends? You mentioned um, one, Preston, who yep. you just, I don't know how long ago you went down there to see um, his yeah. place. But has, has there been any YouTubers that have reached out to you and given their two cents and just like, advice or you know because they've probably you know done that like you did to matthew you you kind of shared your data and your experiences with him has there been a youtuber like that to you yeah so definitely preston i would say is like my biggest mentor okay i really look up to him i want to create a business like his um with like the warehouse all the irl content stuff like that um he also does gaming and so i really want to just kind of follow in his footsteps but make it my own for sure and create my own impact Another person I would say is Matthew, funny enough, is yeah. I, I gave everything to him that <laughs> I knew, and now he's giving it back to me and Love helping that. me. So it's Incredible. crazy. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think that's pretty much it. I sure. kind of have my circle pretty small. Yeah. Um, As yeah. you should, you know, sometimes. Sometimes yeah. outside people that don't understand what you're doing is just you're they're talking past sometimes. Yeah. I feel that. I'm not, like, big. I don't have 2 million subscribers like you. Yeah, one but, day you will. But there are people, you know, that I feel don't understand, you know, yeah. like, what you're doing. You know, whether that be a family member, mm-hmm. you know. But not, like, to any the, anything against them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're on your own journey, you know. Yeah. You understand what you know, and obviously you got to continue asking questions. And I think that's super important. Yeah. Has there been a valuable lesson through all this? process and this journey that you've taken from where it's just been like you know there's like a a character change or like there's something that's really impacted you and you've taken it you know with with open arms um i'm not really sure so like a big impactful yeah has there been a moment where like maybe you maybe like stepped across the line you realize like oh maybe like i shouldn't do that like you you put your foot in the fire and realize like oh i shouldn't put my foot oh yeah for sure i think uh when I started my IRL content while doing reactions and gaming yeah. without, like, a big enough team, I got burnt out extremely okay. easy. So, I was, like, a big lesson that I learned was, like, just doing too much at the same time really just pushed yeah. it. Especially for being a kid. Like, I want to go out and hang out with my friends, yeah. too. I want to, like, have the teenage years. Like, once I grow up and I'm just working, like, that's fine. Yeah. But I still want to, like, be a kid. And so, it, it was hard definitely overworking myself doing sure. all three of those channels at the same time like that. You got to so, live life for sure. Know, yeah. To some extent, you know? Yeah. I got to like, build out the team before I really take it all on at the same gotcha, time. Gotcha. Gotcha. And that, and that's just something that has been through air. Yeah, right? for and sure. Just yeah. like the whole YouTube journey is just trial and error. Yeah. Honestly, like for sure yeah, you find out what works, what doesn't work and you go from there. Yeah. And I, and I, and there's been moments, I don't know why it was always like November, like growing up like through my YouTube vlog kind of phase. Yeah. It was, I don't know why it was always November. I just never uploaded. I really? like upload like maybe like one video that month. Yeah. I just like never I've always been one that stays consistent to like one thing, mm-hmm. but as I like divvy up that time, 
it becomes a little less so consistent. Yeah. And even like this past few months, there's been things that semiotic my control, but I think even then there's like, Oh, why haven't you uploaded? Yeah. I'm like, do I, do you want the whole story? Yeah. yeah. Would you like the whole story? You know, I think a lot of people, even like we've mentioned, you know, there's that, there's that side where there is people that don't understand, which is not to like demean them or anything, Yeah, you know, because it's just like a, it's just being more ignorant. Like I haven't lived your lifestyle. I don't know what it's like to, you know, have five engine failures in a month, you know? Oh, nice one. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, you know, like you, you obviously, you know, go through different things than I do and I go through different things than you do. And that's, that just is something that we all experience. And I feel like, you know, you sharing like those little errors, you know, and I, and I, and I hope the audience found, finds value within your words, you know, through your experience and your trials and errors, you know, for sure. It's not all just rainbows and sunshine. (laughs) Like, yeah, through all issues, like you still got to keep uploading, keep, keep grinding. I find that hard too, is like in my videos, I'm super like enthusiastic, energized and happy when I may not actually be feeling that that day. Sure. Like I'd be going through something that's really challenging. And so yeah, it's kind of hard, like, feeling like you have to put a mask on. And if you don't put on that mask and you kind of like how you actually are feeling, then maybe your audience won't like you or maybe sure. they'll be bored or something like that. Yeah. So that's definitely been challenging for sure. Sure, sure. And and, and again, I hope the audience finds value within your words. You know, yeah, you, yeah. You've been doing this for a very long time. You found success at such a young age. You know, like, I think about, like, even those people, those young kids, like, 7, 8, 12, like, to, like, 10 who are, yeah. like, America's Got Talent and, like, got big or, like, they're a really good dancer. You know, like, even, like, JoJo Siwa. Yeah. Like, she's been on television for 10 years, you know? Her Which life is, is crazy. Yeah. It is kind of crazy to think about, you know? It, like, people are living their lives through a camera, through an edit, Yeah, you know? And sometimes it's hard to, like, understand if that's what is truly them or how they're feeling. Yeah. Are you checking up like a lot with your friends and like people like, is that like something that is a, is a habit of yours where you just like, you know, like how you feeling today? You know? Yeah, for sure. I think that's huge. Is like, yeah, just checking in on everybody and making sure that everyone around me is good. Like, yeah, that's just always important to me is just make everyone around me happy. And that makes me happy for sure. For sure. And, and I, I don't know if this is just like through my experience. Like I, I really struggle because like, I'm kind. I'm kind of the guy. Like, if you ask me something, I I sometimes have the hard a hard time saying the same thing. Yeah, you know, like I've always. I don't know if that's just something that's naturally happened over the course of twenty years, almost twenty one years. Yeah, but I've always like I hate it when people ask me if I'm okay because like I like are you are you okay? Yeah. Unless I'm like seriously hurt and it's obvious that I'm like like my leg is broken. Yeah, like yeah, that's fine. But if it's like I look down that day. Like, oh, are you okay? Like, I have a tough time receiving that because it's like, this is what is out in the world, you know? Yeah. Like, people are seeing that I am not okay, and I have a very tough time kind of like, I, I almost guard myself, you for know? Sure. And that's, it's it's a learning curve for me. It's it's something that yeah. I've, and I've struggled with it. It's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I like, ah, like, yeah. no, stop. I'm okay, I'm okay. I'm it's okay. hard, yeah, like. It is, it is difficult. I want to get a sandwich or something, and, like, I'm having a terrible day. I'm yeah. just not feeling it, and, oh, there's a kid that recognized me. He's like, oh, what's up, yeah. Can I get a picture? And it's like, oh, now it's got to put on this fake face. Like, sure. I'm happy. I got to, like, 
be a, a good role model for sure. this kid and definitely be inspirational. But it's really hard when you're like having a hard day or you're just going through a lot. You just feel like you're not, you kind of held up to a higher standard than most people. In a sure. Way. Sure. And, and you know, you, I remember when we went to the, the trampoline park and yeah. did that and did the video that's not out yet. Hopefully. I don't know if it ever will. It is. It is now. Yeah, did it I is. miss it? Yeah. It's been out. Okay. i must've just missed it on the thumbnail. Yeah. But I remember there was like these few kids. I don't know if they exactly knew who you were or just like, Oh, you have cameras. There's a bunch of people like you're a YouTuber. That's yeah. what you are. Um, you obviously have a lot of reach. You have a lot of impact. Yeah. Do you feel any pressure as like this internet person? Is there a pressure on you to like live up to a certain threshold and standard? Yeah. Or like, are you just being you? And that just kind of comes with what happens on camera and through the edits and yeah. through content. For sure. I think it's definitely kind of both. I, I feel so much pressure at times sure. and it definitely catches up to me a lot. Uh, but like who I am on camera is definitely who I am off camera as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously I go through like when I'm sad or stuff like yeah. that. And, um, but yeah, I, I definitely do feel a lot of pressure and that's been hard kind of growing up with that kind of pressure that no one else can really relate with. Like, I don't yeah. really have any other YouTube friends that live next to me. Um, you're like the only YouTuber I know that lives even remotely close to me. Oh. And so it's 20 minutes. Yeah, indeed. We 20 minutes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just kind of hard not having friends that relate. Like, you yeah. can't really talk to your parents about it. They have no idea what you're going through. Sure. So, yeah, it's definitely been hard is, like, just feeling the amount of pressure that I'm kind of held up to a higher standard and, um, yeah, stuff like that. It's definitely been challenging for me. Is that something that you expected when you started this YouTube thing? Not at all. Is that just something where you're like, oh, crap. Yeah. Like, I have this pressure that I don't know if I could hold. There's 10,000 pounds in front of me, and uh, yeah. apparently I have to hold it. Yeah. And you have to figure out a way. Is that how that kind of transpired? I never even thought about this, that it would even happen. And it kind of yeah. just came along. And it's like, I'm a kid. I'm going to make mistakes. Like, I'm not perfect. And I don't want to yeah. pretend that I am perfect. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people on the internet definitely hold you to that standard. Sure. And, yeah, it's just hard. Like, you don't want to make any mistakes. You don't want to say the wrong thing to offend somebody. So it's definitely been a yeah. lot of pressure. It's like, yeah, like, I don't want to, like just let someone down or let my fans down. Yeah. I mean, certainly there's, there's a lot of impact. Like I, like I mentioned, you, you have a ton of reach, you know, yeah. like there's half a million people watching videos. There's millions of people watching videos. There's about to be 10 million people who watch a single video. Yeah. Just insane. Again, like this is multiple stadiums in the United States. Yeah. You found Fortnite as like a game that people were just playing at a time. Yeah. And it happens to be the game that you make most of your content on. Yeah. It is pri the primary game, if not the only game that you make your yeah. uh, main channel content. At the moment, yeah. Your code. You have a code, code ghouls. Yep. Which I think everyone should use <laughs> yeah. on the epic, I forget what it's called. You could probably do the pitch better than I can. Epic store. Epic item store. shop. The Two item Z's. shop. Two yes. Z's. Two Z's. I saw it on your banner. Yeah. So if you guys forget, head over to Ghouls' YouTube channel. There is a fly in the room right now. It is on your bed. Oh, you I got That's it. That's freaking go. That's freaking go. I think I'm the best guest now. You are. That was like ninja skills. You should, I, I don't know, you should smear it on the wall just for like, <laughs> just for memories. Yeah. Like there's that one smear of just like I did that. <laughs> um, but yeah, use code Ghouls in the item shop. How much revenue have you got in from your your fans using your code. Yeah. Cause even I had like a code for a while. It wasn't enough to reach like the hundred dollar threshold. Uh huh. 
but like it was it was I was I was happy. It was yeah. like fifteen bucks. I'm like, hey, not too bad. Like yeah. I could buy a meal at like Cafe Rio if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. How much money have you earned from just your code? Yeah. Just the code alone actually hasn't been as much as okay. most other creators. I think just because I don't have the actual name goals, someone else actually owns that. So I'm sure they're stealing all the revenue, <laughs> which is good for them. I mean, sure, they're living sure. life just <laughs> yeah. getting free money. Um, and also just other creators that have shorter codes. Like a kid would oh. much rather type in Tico than goals. Because, I mean, a lot of kids don't remember really how to spell my name either. Sure, sure. It's a little Especially tricky. with the two Zs. Yeah, like it's just yeah. kind of hard to forget and a little tricky. Um, so, yeah, definitely not as much as other creators. But you can take a guess. I'll tell you higher or lower. Is it more than 100K? It has been, yeah. Overall, yeah. yeah. Okay. More than 500K? Less than that. Okay. Somewhere in there. Gotcha. That's still a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Like, that could be a rural house in, yeah, like, Idaho. (laughs) Yeah. You might be able to buy a house, like, in Spokane. For sure, With with just that money. Tax, regardless. There's obviously a lot of money. There's a lot of fans that support you, obviously. When it comes to YouTube... You know, you have these videos that multi-million, you know, your CPM is probably pretty high, say yeah. that you you do keep it very family-friendly. Family-friendly, um, and yeah. Are you, so you're part of the program, the partner yeah. program. Are you part of, like, the, I think there's, like, another step, like, the preferred program? Google Preferred? Yeah. Are it you part of that tell, or no? I believe it doesn't tell you for Google Preferred. Okay. I do feel like I have been in it because comparing my CPM and RPM to other creators yeah, in yeah. the same niche Mine was like triple theirs at gotcha. one point. Um, so I'm not sure if I 100% it, yeah, was or not, but definitely was higher than a lot of the, my other friends. Gotcha. Um, so yeah. What has been the most, I'm going to ask two questions. They're okay. both about revenue. Yeah. You could again do like a higher or lower. On a single video, because like even like the one that's about to reach 10 million might not be your most revenue video. Yeah. What's been the most um, revenue that you've gotten from a single video? I think I remember what it is. Take a guess. 50K. Lower. Really? Yeah. Wow. For me, it's like, I mean, I do post mostly shorter videos too. Sure. I mean, yeah, they're like yeah. nine, 10 minutes. Yeah. Around eight, eight to yeah. 10, somewhere in there. Mostly. Like that, that perfect multiple ad yeah. <laughs> time. Yeah, but definitely, no, not, not 50,000 from a single okay. video. Overall, do you, do you know kind of like an estimate? Maybe let's say like 2021. Yearly yeah. revenue. Uh-huh. Is it higher than 50000 Yes. Overall for the whole year? Yeah. 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 Is it? I'm going to take a wild guess. I'm not going to ask any more numbers from it. 323000 higher or lower? Higher. I'm going to guess one more. 500000 Higher. Oh, my. <laughs> Are you a millionaire? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> At 18 years old, which you just turned, yeah, you are a millionaire. Yeah, Forbes 30 under 30. Better, <laughs> better get on this. I'm hoping yeah. to see a Forbes comment on this. But I'm here for a reason. <laughs> I got a goal, and uh, a lot of that money will be given back to charity. And I just want to make an impact. I, yeah, I don't want to just blow my money on Lambos and Ferraris and all that stupid stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely want to like give back and. Make an impact with my money for sure. Absolutely. He may be a millionaire overall, but he's surely reinvested it and put it to, to good use. Yeah. What's the goal? Where do you where do you see yourself in, in three, five years as ghouls? Is you know, you're you're kind of still on this uptrend. Yeah. You know, you you're still young, you still got energy, you still got 
time. Yeah. As a lot of people say, it's like, oh, when you reach like 30, you're like, there's no more time. Yeah. But where do you see yourself in, in three, even five years? Um, I just want to keep grinding as much as possible. I want to transform my gaming channel to goals gaming. That's kind of my oh, goal. Okay. Gotcha. And then I want to start IRL a lot more, building yeah. sets, kind of taking after Preston, what he sure, does. Sure, sure. Um, and turn that probably into the goals channel is just the IRL sure, content. Sure. And then uh, just keep growing the Reacts channel, maybe yeah. start a Minecraft channel. I know Minecraft is still doing really good. That would yeah. be awesome. And uh, yeah, so I just want to keep grinding, keep posting as much as possible. And uh, hopefully move into like a creator house. Sure. Maybe create my own. Uh, that may be in the process. <laughs> maybe. Um, but yeah, just keep pushing my content. I really just want to like step up my IRL content. I want to be primarily known for IRL because that's just sure. my true passion. Is sure. I never knew I'd blow up in gaming. That yeah, was just, just kind of like a hobby. To, yeah. yeah. It happened to work, which is awesome. I can take yeah. that money, fund it into my IRL, and really be able to take that off. But sure. my main goal is definitely IRL. Is like that's where I want to go long term and. I think that's definitely the smart move for sure as far sure. as brand-wise. Certainly, certainly. And luckily you have a lot of friends, you know, who do this IRL thing. Yeah. Matthew being one of them. You know, share the data. You know, you get to learn together through that. I mean, yeah. you obviously know enough about this stuff. But even, again, more information sometimes can be good, can be bad. Depends yeah. on how you analyze it. But good to, like, see. That's, it's so interesting, these moving parts, you know. Yeah, and obviously, yeah. like you've mentioned to me over the course of a few months, even like when we first met, this was this place where you are, you know, planning on making content, planning yeah. on making, you know, Preston-like sets, you know, to relatability, not the exact sets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this has been a long process, you know. For sure, like, yeah. You know, you've mentioned these points where it's just like, frick, man, I just, I'm done with this. This yeah. burn, I just need a break. And then you mentioned these moments where it's just like, this is amazing. You know, I, I have this impact. I have this yeah. platform, you know. It kind of like sometimes there's these moments where it's like there's a lot of pressure, but you understand. I got to rise to the occasion sometimes. Like yeah. even like sports athletes that are, you know, they're in game seven of the finals and you expect them to, to rise to the occasion. Yeah. Fortnite, obviously being one of your main things that you do. Are esports... Are esports athletes athletes? <laughs> I don't know. I'm honestly terrible at the game. Like I am not very good at Fortnite. I just do like mini games within it. So like hide and yeah, seek, yeah, shows, yeah, TikTok kind of stuff like that. Um, I don't know if they're considered athletes. <laughs> I mean, it definitely takes skill. It still feels funny saying that though. Yeah, know. because I my friends, the Juvie guys, yeah, you, know, you mentioned that you've seen. They had a TikTok where they were mentioning. They're like, oh, esports athletes. And Josh is like, no, I mean, esports players, sports players. And he's like, they're not athletes. And so yeah, it's yeah. like an ongoing debate. So I just wanted to ask because you obviously are in this field. Yeah. You know, you're in a gaming niche to to some extent. It's, you know, where a lot of your time is spent. Yeah. So I wanted to ask that. <laughs> That's kind of I, the I think it's kind of iffy. I mean, yeah. it takes a lot, a lot of, of skill. gray zone. Yeah. It's like skill, but like what skill is that? Like it takes skill to throw a football. Obviously it requires more physicality, but yeah. like what's the comparison? Yeah. I think it's hard to tell, honestly. It, it, yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. On your Wicca Wicca Wick, Wikitube. Yeah. I was gonna say Wikipedia. You probably have a Wikipedia page too. If Maybe. I'm, I no probably. Idea. You should probably look it up, probably help. <laughs> you know, if you don't have one, I'm pretty sure somebody would probably make one. Yeah. 
Were you a part of like a content house? You mentioned that you know mentioned that's like something that you're planning on yeah. having. But were you a part of one with two other YouTubers? Three? I was a part of. Uh, it was called a Fortnite. I think it was a Fortnite team. Somewhere okay. in the, a Fortnite org. That's what they were called. Okay. Um, and they were called One Percent. Okay, this is what I saw. The One Percent. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought it was a content house. Yeah. So pretty much they were a content house, but I joined let's like their org, but I wasn't actually living in the house with them. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. How did that transpire? Like, is are you still a part of it? Are you not? Uh, I'm not. I actually okay. left, and uh, I think they're no longer a thing anymore. Sure. So sure. things must have fell through on end, yeah. on their end. I'm not quite sure. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I was a part of that. Definitely was helpful having like other creators around me on the same team, all helping yeah. each other out and. Stuff like that, but yeah, I just decided I wanted to take my own path and keep following yeah. my dream myself. Did they pitch this idea to you? Like, hey, we'd love to have you. Like, how does that work? Yeah, so you they kind of like started this team, and growing up, I watched them, and I was like, okay, no way. Like, this is this would be cool to be on a team with them yeah. and actually be friends with these people. Yeah, uh, and so yeah, I was actually big fans of them, and they offered me, and I was like, heck yes, like <laughs> this is a this is cool. Like, yeah. I want to go be with like the people I grew up watching. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they offered me and it was part oh, of that. Oh, sick. Okay. So they just like emailed, DM'd, however that yeah, transpired yeah. and they're like, Hey, In Twitter. Yeah. We, Twitter's like everything. To it me. is like, I, like you're, you're not on Twitter. You got to <laughs> get on Twitter. And, uh, like, oh, that's, so it's pretty, you know, mutual. Like it's like, you have a very interesting platform yeah. where you, you have, you're interested in that org. You have a platform and they, it, they reached out via Twitter. Yeah. Signed document, pigeon lettered it to you. That'd be pretty cool. I'm, I imagine, imagine they probably have the money to send out pigeon. That'd be to, crazy. Up to Spokane. That'd be pretty cool. One day I want to like send a, a message to somebody via pigeon. That would that, be awesome. That'd be that'd be a great TikTok. Or maybe just a tiger. Or yeah, like a live tiger. Yeah. Very malicious tiger. Yeah. Anything. If you look at it, just. <laughs> but uh, that that's pretty cool because I did read that on your wiki. WikiTube. Yeah. Is there a lot of impact with that? Like you've obviously been able to learn a little bit from it. Was it yeah. a lot of learning? Was it just like cool to be a part of? Just a great experience? Yeah. It was a great learning experience. Um, for me, I found it was too much of a ri- like a brand risk. Like, okay. So yeah. being associated with team members that I necessarily can't control, if they mm-hmm. were to like do something that was controversial, that fell back on me. Sure. And so that was kind of scary for me. Is like I'm holding this like family friendly um very like, image. giving back yeah. image and to have someone else that I don't really trust be able to risk that was kind of scary for me so okay. I just decided it'd be better just to follow my own path and keep my brand safe cuz that was really important to me yeah yeah and i and you mentioned that you mentioned this brand identity yeah. you know crypto and things of that nature have been huge yeah you might know where I'm leading into this, but there was a very famous um, scam. Yep. Save the kids. Yeah. Uh, a pull, a, a rug pull, as a lot of people say, where it was like this crypto thing involving Phase Clan, a few members of Phase Clan. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? It's crazy. So like, my content strategist, my main manager that I've been working with for two years, was actually their manager. So, really? Faze Jarvis yeah. and uh, uh, Kay. Okay. Yeah, so he was working with them. And it's just crazy to hear both sides of it. Um, sure. From what I understand from the actual, like, non-media side, okay. is that they honestly had no idea what was going on. There was people involved that 
just really set them up and they were very lied to. Are they just like the spokesperson of this and they don't? That's what I've been kind told. Of, I don't know. Like I don't want to say that sure. that's 100% sure. yeah. true. But that's what I've been told and that's what I've understood was it kind of like they were the face of this, that they were being paid to kind of promote it. But okay, gotcha. they were just dumb enough and they didn't look into it and honestly understand that sure. this was going to be a giant scam. Gotcha. So it's like the Firefest where it's just like, oh, we got Travis Scott. We got Kanye coming. We got Drake. And yeah. they don't even know that they're performing. Yeah. We're just going to put them on a poster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's really interesting because I, I think there's a lot of media – you know, PR stuff that's like some members of FaZe that, you know, were part of this, like Ricegum and, and other people. Yeah. But it, it's really interesting to, to hear that side where, you know, it was just they're kind of set up. Yeah. You know? It's just sad because, like, so many of these YouTubers are so obsessed with money and they'll just do anything for money. And I'm not saying that that was them, but, like, you get yeah. caught up. You get so caught up in the money and it's really hard not to, honestly. Sure. And, uh, like, they'll do anything to make some extra cash, and I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what they were doing. It's kind just of like, like the, the, the carrot on the stick. Almost. Yeah, yeah. They're like, okay, yeah, we can make some quick cash here. All yeah. we got to do is promote this. Like, that's easy. Yeah. And just not really looking into it and taking the time and making sure. Sure. And that just comes with, like, I mean, they just weren't careful enough with their sure. brand, I guess. Sure, sure. Like, I remember when I got my, my contract with Current Yeah. for, like, one of the videos, I was like, I'm reading every word of that. I need to like understand like things that I don't understand. I'll it's email. scary. I'm like, I just want to make sure that my life's not like being like every single piece of content is now theirs. I'm like, uh. yeah. So I made sure my dad's pretty good at reading contracts because he's a surveyor. Yeah. Uh, private surveyor, so he does contract work for the city. Yeah. And kind of how that works is the main thing that he looked for was indemnification, mm-hmm. where as you might know, where it's like you you sign a thing with uh, a company. But you're not like you're not hired. Like I don't work for yeah. Ghoul's LLC. They're kind of like mutually coming together to make a piece of content. Yeah. And if anything is to be legally happened, you're kind of on your own in a way. Like the yeah. company doesn't serve you. For anyone that doesn't know what that term means, that's what that means. You just serve yourself in court if anything goes yeah. wrong. In in essence. So I remember reading that. And my dad's like, "Oh yeah, this everything's good. Just sign the thing." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "Thank goodness." But. I mean, it's 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 interesting because you know you mentioned things where it's like there's he said she said, you know Austin McBroom. I know he's been kind of in uh, in a lot of hot water even past years where it's just like he had. This is from what I know. There there was a club that he was making, yeah. you know, like a subscription thing, you know, kind of like Patreon but his own Patreon yeah. essentially. And there was a company. This is what he said that was you know. They weren't caught up to speed on everything that was involved. Yeah. And they kind of got scammed, but it was their own doing. So it's like there are a lot of people. And, yeah. I, f- and I feel like even with in your – this is what something I really admire about you. Even though you have this, this money, you know, you, you're living a very successful lifestyle. Yeah. You know, you're, you're able to live pretty easy, you know. Yeah. You have money – in the bank, you know, it's not like you're going to go broke. Yeah. But even at like a young age where it's like, I could buy everything. I could buy, you know, whatever I want, whenever I want. Mm -hmm. One thing that I really admire about you is that, you know, you mentioned your first YouTube paycheck, you saved every single dollar to pretty much the dollar you're investing to some extent. Yeah. Whether that be your health, whether that be your image, whether that be the content, the people surrounding that content. And, 
just like even hearing you talk about it today is even like something that it kind of strengthened that, you know? Yeah. Cause it's so easy to fall down a lifestyle where it's just like, I have this money. Yeah. Like you have a nice car, you know, it's so easy to be like, I got a better car than you, you know? Yeah. Like look like, at me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so easy to do that, you uh-huh. know? And, and we've kind of touched on that. There's people that maybe don't understand that throughout high school and throughout your journey as a YouTuber. Yeah. And, and again, this is just something that I really admire about you is you're able to hone in just like who you are and you're like true to yourself. It doesn't yeah. matter if I have a hundred dollars in the bank, $10,000 in the bank. Lucas is Lucas. Yeah. That's just who you are. That's been extremely important to me is like my number one thing I had in my head, like before I even blew up or knew if I even would was like, okay, if this works, I need to stay humble. I need to stay true to him. Cause like I've seen so many people just go down the wrong path, fall into drugs. Cause you just have the money when you have the money, trouble finds you. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's just, it was scary to me and I wanted to be humble and yeah, I bought a nice car not to flex or be like, look at me, but yeah. just because I enjoy it. Like it's my hobby. I love yeah. driving. I love, and I wanted a sweet car that I could have fun and enjoy yeah. my hard work. So yeah, it's definitely been really important to me is to stay extremely humble. That's awesome. That's awesome to like hear you say, you know, it is super awesome to hear you say, because again, you're young. Like there's probably so many people that have you know, gotten millions of dollars and just yeah. spent it all. Just blown yeah. it away, yeah. Lottery winners, you know. It's like, I don't know what to do with $75 million if, like, $500 million, half a billion dollars. Yeah. It's a lot of money, you That's know. It's crazy, yeah. So easy to uh, not avoid your problems, but it is it, I guess maybe what I'm leading into, has money either solved your problems and does money buy you happiness? No, not at all. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it it can buy things that will surely make you happy, but that's like temporary happiness. Like I found, yeah, you, you think that money's going to make you so happy and you work so hard to get all this money and then all of a sudden you get it and you're like, that's it. Like, <laughs> this is, this is stupid. Like this didn't really bring me happiness. It, it goes away after a while. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, for sure. Like I, I remember just feeling that way cause I got caught up in a lot of the money. It was like, yeah, I just need to keep making this much a month and stuff sure. like that. And and I just felt so empty, like, this is not bringing me happiness. This is just, this is stupid. Sure, sure. And and, and again, it's, it's it's common. You know, I like to say that it's pretty common. Yeah. You know, you have $10,000. Like, I got $10,000 within three months, you know. Yeah. I, like, I knew that I needed to buy things that I needed to buy. For sure, like, I yeah. bought weights. I bought, like, things to make, streamline a lot of things. And that was very crucial for me, you yeah. know. But I'll spend, like, a $20 meal at Applebee's, you know. Yeah. But then I do that 10 times, and I realize, I'm like, oh, that's a lot, yeah. you know, and like, maybe that's like my tracking of money, my financial side of it. And, you know, it's just all a learning process. Yeah. And so throughout the hour that we've talked, by the way, at the end of the episode, this is for you to pop. Oh, I forgot to mention that before. I didn't know what I this was. You. It was a, it's a, it has confetti in it. So sweet. Once we're, once we're done with the podcast, like at the very last thing, retention, bet. So we've talked about Better for the last <laughs> we bet we talked about for the last hour who Lucas is. Uh, YouTuber Lucas, high schooler, yeah, recently turned adult. Somebody who's found success at such a young age at 14 years old, yeah, you know, has has gone through highs and lows both physically, mentally, you know, emotionally, has found a lot of friends who have helped guide you, who you've helped guide and you've been this, you know, very middle ground person. You've, like I mentioned, and you mentioned, you you know, you you're a humble guy. You are, and 
my final question for you is, who is Lucas? Yeah. Who's Lucas? Who is he? What does he do? Who's Lucas? I think really like who I am is just like I'm a kid that loves to entertain. I've always done that. I used to want to be a magician. I play the drums at my church just on stage. Um, so, yeah, I've always just been really into entertainment. And, uh, yeah, I just love to entertain, make people happy, uh, put a smile on their face. So that's always been something that's really important to me. And, uh, yeah, like I said, outside of YouTube is just like uh, hanging out with friends, being a normal teenage kid. <laughs> And uh, playing the drums at my church every every Wednesday at youth group. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Incredible. And just, and just YouTube. <laughs> and just YouTube. That, that takes up, like, everything. I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know, you're able to balance these these lifestyles. You're both the, the Lucas side of your life and the ghoul side of your life. Yeah. And it's just who you are. You are Lucas, a.k.a. ghouls. Yeah. You know, you may have 2,000 or two. I have 2,000 <laughs> to my name. You have 2 million to your name. Yeah. And... No matter if it's 3,000 subscribers back in 2014, 2013, when, you know, you're coming up. Yeah. Lucas is Lucas. It didn't matter if you have that two subscribers. It didn't matter. Yeah. You are one of those people that I really look up to to just help envision who I am at that point, you yeah. know. And, and I appreciate your words, you know, hoping to reach 2 million soon, one day. Yeah. You will. I know you will. I appreciate it. But one thing, again, that I really uh, admire is that you are able to balance who Lucas and Ghouls are because they're the same person. They're not two separate entities. Yeah. One might be heightened here and there, but yeah. for each lifestyle. And not only this is your first podcast, amazing podcast. It's been brilliant. I'm so glad and fortunate to call you my friend, somebody who has, you know, taken me a little bit under their wing, helped me guide, you know, myself. You're always asking feedback from me, like, yeah. who the heck am I? You know, and I appreciate it. You, yeah. You're able to put yourself in so many different foot, feet and, yeah. and shoes. Numbers have never mattered to me. Like, I don't care how many subscribers you have. Like, yeah, I just want to learn with you. Like, I'm, I'm trying to learn too. So, yeah, it's been awesome so, to connect with you. It's been really It cool. has. All from a single image by Matthew Beam. Yes. And uh, that's, that's that. That's how we are here today on this day, May 18th, 2022. Yep. It's been a pleasure. This is your first ever podcast, so Nationers. Yes. Uh, make sure to share some love to Ghouls. I know he's he's still coming up on the subscriber, and he's still coming up in the YouTube world. So I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Nationers, um, thank you guys again so much for watching. You are allowed to pop this thing whenever you want. Let's go. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Episode 37 of The Realist Podcast banner right there. <laughs> here we go wait he's got, it. he's got it here we go yep yeah! <laughs> let's go let's go pleasure have a good one oh seven peace peace peace